Hello world, it is Monday, March 8th. My name is Colin. And I'm Kenny. This is Hacker News TLDR. Kenny, how was the weekend? Pretty great. Moved from Austin, Texas to New Orleans. So, new state. Interestingly, not new time zone. I really thought I was going back to the East, uh, East Coast time zone, but it turns out I am still in Central Time. Have you been to New Orleans before? I have, uh, but only, I've only spent about a week here before, um, okay. so I I sort of know it, but don't uh, don't have the full understanding. So I'm expect, excited to spend a little more time here. That is great. I also moved recently to Salt Lake City, as you know. Uh, got here three four days ago uh, from uh, and moved here from you know Washington State. So I'll be here for a month and uh, really digging it so far. Yeah, my main That's impression awesome. is that. Uh, there's just so much space. Like all the buildings are big and the space between the buildings are big and all the roads are so <laughs> wide and everything is like so spread out. It's just, uh, it's it's jarring compared to like, you know, if you came here from like, it kind of, it kind of like feels like Vegas in that way that everything feels really spread out in Vegas, uh, right. but without any of the, the glitz and glamour, which is good. <laughs> right. Uh, that's interestingly the exact opposite uh, reaction I had <laughs> in the uh, suburbs of New Orleans right now. That checks out. So what's on Hacker News? So first up is a story I've heard before, but is relevant again about a NASA engineer, Alan McDonald, who was around NASA and involved during the Challenger explosion except the the space shuttle challenger uh but the thing is this guy uh, was one of the people who had to sign off on approving the mission to go and he refused to sign he he said that the temperatures the night before were too cold and the engineering was not tested for that level of uh for that outdoor temperature and he like risked his job and livelihood to say that like he did not think it was safe to launch so they basically just went around him and launched anyways and the spaceship blew up uh and so this guy has passed away but i think the story is so good because it's like such a great example of like ethics in engineering mm-hmm. and a good example of like at the, like your individual actions as an engineer can actually like have huge implications about like people's lives and like doing the right thing is is possible and is like this is just like such a great tale of that of that kind of thing. Yeah, it's such a good story. Like he refused to sign and then he was sitting like in Congress during the hearings and uh you know heard some NASA officials say uh something misleading, you know basically that you know there was like a a soft recommendation not to launch or something as opposed to like the vigorous opposition that McDonald and his team had. Right. Uh, and he just like shit, like yelled from the back of the room, like in Congress saying that that's, that's wrong. And then, you know, the uh, person leading the investigation, the Senator, whoever it was told him to come, uh, come to the floor to, to testify just like on the spot. It just sounds like a, like a legal drama, you know, like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And of course he was then demoted and then, you know, as soon like immediately was hailed as like a whistleblower and hero and then was promoted to vice president. <laughs> so uh yeah. Funny whistleblowing how those things paid work. off here. 
Yeah. yeah. Very good story. I've got something, uh, something that I think we can both agree uh, to, to, uh, you know, hate, love, I don't know. We love, we love hating on uh, this company. Uh, the new Google Pay repeats all the same mistakes of Google Allo. And uh, I didn't know this about Google Pay because I don't use it, but they're doing this big relaunch uh, right about now. And the crux of it is that they're switching over from uh, centering everything around Google accounts, uh, you know, where you can just like anyone can like sign in with Google and connect their cards to it and then use those cards to pay through like NFC style, like Apple Pay. Uh, they're now like switching over to kind of to make it more kind of WhatsAppy in that uh, your kind of primary identifier is your phone and everything is doable, you know, without internet access, just over SMS. And this comes with all of these like limitations in terms of functionality where like you can only be signed in on one device at once and it has to be a mobile device with a SIM card. Like everything else is kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, like the way that you have a WhatsApp desktop app is you have this like weird QR code sign-in process where, like your phone just forwards uh, all new messages to your to your desktop locally, but you know your uh, desktop app doesn't work unless your phone is like near it and on and like you know has battery and whatnot. And uh, so they're switching all of Google Pay over to that, and it's just like you know it's worse in every way except that people don't need a Google account now. Uh, instead, you create a separate Google Pay account. And uh, interesting. You know, yeah, it's. I mean, it sounds rough and you know google allo totally failed like as well you know taking this kind of same approach of optimizing for you know like the indian market or you know markets that have worse internet access but good cell access mm. and so uh you know i guess we'll see how it plays out uh, allo failed largely because whatsapp was already there first um you know i'm sure there's right. other payments apps that are kind of the same sms based uh, SMS centrism uh, in how they're designed, but uh, I, not you know I don't know them off the top of my head, so I don't know. Maybe this will pay off, or maybe it won't. We'll see. In- interesting. Yeah, I I missed this entirely, but uh, that's that's very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't seem like the best long term thinking to do it based on SMS, which they're already trying to deprecate, but uh, mm-hmm. with with the new messaging standards. But interesting. Right. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. In other news about uh, large companies, there was another hack, uh, and it was from Microsoft's email exchange servers, and it looks like possibly 30,000 organizations across the U.S. uh, have been hacked or have possibly been hacked in a new Microsoft exchange server exploit. Oh man, I missed this. Yeah, uh, so I haven't looked uh, into the details a ton on this, uh, but it's just just been a rough couple months for some Microsoft enterprise software with this plus Solar Winds. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Interesting. So, what is the nature of the hack? Do you know like what uh, data was uh, exposed? I actually don't know how much has been exposed. Um, It was just the the article, there are a few different articles talking about it. The one I read was just a very brief summary, Um, but it looked like it was just like 
what I understood is just like open access to the data in classic the exchange servers. Wow. Well, that's a disaster. 30, it used to be like, oh, 30,000 users have been hacked. These days, it's like, oh, 30,000 organizations and all of their data has been hacked because we're all relying yeah. on the same cloud services or yeah. uh, whatever Solar Winds was. Yeah. What a disaster. There was another article on here. Uh, you know, I think that your story, that story happened over the weekend sometime, maybe on Saturday. Uh, there was one on here. Right. Yep. Someone is hacking the hackers. And uh, one of the biggest like hacker forums, which apparently is really exclusive and hard to hard to get into, called Maza, uh, previously Maza Faka, uh, has just <laughs> been like totally hacked. Uh, you know, all of the like user emails and like hashed passwords uh, and names uh, have been you know dumped on the dark web, uh, and so you know there's people trying to figure out like which like hacker, like which rival hacker gang, you know, hacked Maza uh, to expose all this. And uh, <laughs> the kind of prevailing theory is that it's some sort of uh, some sort of law enforcement organization, you know, someone with like, you know, state power to do this. And it's uh, right. Yeah. You know, it's just like some government trying to shut down these forums and like decrease trust uh, in places like this, where I guess this forum is particularly uh, widely used for, uh, you know, as a destination for, uh, yeah, distributing malware, uh, money laundering, and the selling of, of st stolen credit card information. Uh, so it's now, uh, you know, hopefully, it, it, it's not certainly not shut down, but, um, you know, hopefully people, uh, uh, this discourages uh, utilization somewhat. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's always, these will always be continuously popping up. Right, right. Wow. Well, in happier news, outside of hacking, there is a fun little site, very minimal, very basic, called animatedengines.com, which made it up on uh, Hacker News over the weekend. And animated, the animations are okay. They're not, they're not like super high fidelity. Uh, they're more like, they're like not uh, SVGs or not noticeably SVGs. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, animated GIFs that you can change the speed on. But they're really cool to just see all of these different engines. And what's I even cooler... Love this. Yeah, this is I, I figured you would like this one. And <laughs> what's also cool is that there's a sister site uh, called 507 Mechanical Movements. And this is... The sister site looks exactly the same and it's just animated <sighs> mechanical movements. Yes. And what's really cool is that it's based on a book about all of the different ways that mechanical systems can make motion that apparently was originally written in 1868. And then <laughs> this guy is using the 21st century, no, the, uh, not 21st century, 21st edition of the book, which was published in 1908. <laughs> so he took the, he took the exact diagrams from 1908 and anim animated them for the internet. Wow. <laughs> So you can you can click on one and you can look at the animation and then there's a little button called original and you can see what the drawing of the mechanical movement was in the 1908 version of this book, uh, which is, is really so cool. Good. This is incredible. I love these. I could just click through these all day. 
you just you just feel like a mechanical engineer when you like know the words for all these different linkages and gear setups and everything yeah and uh it's just like just so fun like as a as a programmer uh to like it's like learning the primitives of doing mechanical stuff and like you know i've never thought about most of these things and they're all just so clever i love it if if mechanical engineering was just sitting at a table playing with pulleys and rope and hooks all day i would become a mechanical engineer absolutely (laughs) unfortunately it's cad and finite element analysis and (laughs) uh, linear algebra and it's terrible (laughs) yeah well uh that's about all we got time for we will see you guys tomorrow see you tomorrow folks